There is nothing in this world that can be compared to a dramatic 90s movie. Notice I didn't say drama. I'm referring to a suspenseful film from any genre that was sprinkled with a dash of slow burn drama that just happened to come out in the 90s. There's an element in these movies I can't even put my finger on, but these films cerebrally engage their audiences while also providing comfort on a Sunday in sweatpants. Stimulating and relaxing. A speedball of a movie, if you will. I mean, who doesn't want to call off work, close all the curtains, and watch Clarice Starling save the day? There are dozens and dozens of these flicks that I revert back to on mental health days. I need Silence of the Lambs. Throw on Seven, or maybe even The Client or The Fugitive, some of my favorites. There is no parallel to how these movies wrap around your heart. And on today's episode, we're going to discuss one of these gems that fits the description perfectly, while also being criminally underrated. Dominic Senna's 1993 thriller, California. David Duchovny, Brad Pitt, Juliette Lewis, and Michelle Forbes. They deliver a gripping performance that deserves more recognition. So that's what we're going to attempt to do here. So, without any further introduction, here is our take on California. Welcome back to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey. And back again for another week, clapping them cheeks, the best producer in the whole wide world, and my fucking friend, my brother, Mr. Rosark Mark. Mark, how you feeling down there? How we doing? But look, we got these shirts donated to us from our good friend Jay Wade in the building. Um, by the way, so we're going to say thank you first and foremost. Okay. He, I mean, I guess he's a listener, but he's also a friend. He better uh, fucking be. What I mean, I think he does. Uh, probably. I think he does. So... You let us know if you heard this. Because this is his thank you. Thank you. Yes. You know. It's good stuff. It is good stuff. It's good stuff. It's great stuff. We are uh, in the thick. We are in the thick of the rehab season. We are being rehabilitated. Mm-hmm. Keeping our assholes stretched for all the information that we're about to pound up in there, as we usually do. So, welcome back for another, another fantastic fireside chat between me and your favorite scary movie companion, Christian Ramey. Now that we got that out of the way, hello, ha, 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 guess what we're doing today? We're doing today. We are doing a movie that has a little bit of grammar issues, but that's okay. That's all right. But that's all right. You Spelling's know. hard. It is really hard. <laughs> I still can't spell restaurant. Yeah, you can. No, I can't. Mm-hmm. I think it's R-E-S-T-A-U-R-A-N-T. No? Is there an O at the end? I don't know how to spell it. You, you almost had it, Mark. What Mark, is it let, spell? Let's spell check your restaurant. Restaurant. R-E-S-T-A-U-R-A-N-T. Restaurant. Yeah. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, you spelled Holy it right. Holy shit. You were like psyching me out that you had it wrong. It's I like, thought that's I like, had it wrong. That's not wrong. I don't know how to spell tomorrow the correct way because there's yeah, like, you, you ever put tomorrow in your phone? There's yeah. like three different ways to spell tomorrow. T-O-M-O-R-R-O-W. See, I thought there was two M's. Just one M, two, two R's. Tom, Morrow, I don't know. Tom O'Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, but we are talking about today, we are talking about California. Yep. With a K. Now, Mark's first time seeing this flick? Yes. Now, that's great. Got, that's great. We got Bradley Pitts. Bart Pitt is in this movie. Bart Pitt. We got uh, the other girl. We got the one of the Juliette girl. Lewis. Yeah, we got her. And we got the X Files guy. Yeah, David. <laughs> David the company. I love your like. Everyone <laughs> knows. Know. Like, I love when people describe people as the thing, the forehead guy from the office. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that description. You're like, oh yeah, okay. That's yeah. I know. Am I still on Agent Scully or no? He's the other one. Yeah. Agent Mulder. Whatever. Yeah, Agent Mulder from the X Files. He's in a bunch of stuff. David Duchovny, yeah, he was in California, the Californication, the TV yeah. show. So that he, makes he, sense. He's like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That son of a bitch loves California. Yep. You remember, you remember that show, The OC? It was kind of a. I'm not gonna lie, bros. It was kind of like a. I did never watch that a girl show. Yeah, but I, I got caught into watching it. All right. It, it was. You know, Why? You trying to get strange or something, or did you just do it? By well, yourself? yeah, that's how it got sucked. You know, that's how I got sucked in. You know, watching sometimes it with you gotta the lady. watch crap you don't but, want to. No, but bro, I was hooked watching it on my own at that point, right? But they had this stupid ass song at the beginning, like that wasn't bad, but it's not. It's like California. It just gets stuck in your head. So every time this title, I see this, that's what's sung, and then it like kind of makes me angry for a moment that I know the song in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, stop doing that, brain. That's gay. Everybody has a girl show that they had to sit through that they just hate. Yeah. The most recent girl show I think I had to sit through that I can remember seeing a lot. It was Pretty Little Liars. I'm talking about one you liked, though. That's oh, the one I liked. That's the oh. part that fucks you up. When you go in, you're like, what, what stupid shit are you watching? Oh, this is dumb. What, some kind of love thing? And then you're in it like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. I can't. I don't. I can't remember. Well, honestly, they're all stupid, but they are. But that's what gets stuck in my head. Now, for all the people, we're about to dive right into this movie. But I want to say, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you are subscribed. Much appreciated. And for all our listeners on the audio, uh, how about you give us a review? Damn it. Yeah, five-star reviews are lovely. We love that. Follow us on all our socials because it's completely free to do. And I, I know damn well. Well, let's, well, I'm not going to bring up your addictions, but let's get into your screen time. All right? I guarantee you guys screen time. I will give, you know, I, I will, well, I'll give you guys a big, you know, hug. You know, maybe maybe not an actual hug, but just, you know, hey, I fucks with you kind of way if you have less than five hours of screen time on your phone. If you do, it's like... Well, what's that time span of? A day? Yeah, yeah. How like do you, I, where do you look to see your screen time at on your phone? You can if you got, like, Apple. Oh, I don't have Apple. I think you can on other things, too, but you can always tell your screen time, you know? And if you look at it, it's you can tell. I don't know. You can tell, dog, and it, it doesn't make you feel good. I'm about happy. Life. To, I'm happy to say that I got a Galaxy S10, which is old as shit these days, and probably doesn't do that. What is that? Five hours and forty three minutes. Where the hell did you go? You got an Android too, don't you? No, I got an iPhone. Five oh. hours and forty three minutes. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I got S plus ten, and my battery can last two days still. That's good. That's how much less I use that fucker. Samsung's a good phone, and that's and that shows you how dry it is too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't nobody hitting me up. Look, here's the deal. You guys take some of that time and fuck with Sloppy Horror Podcast. Now, now we can jump into the good stuff. Dude, this movie, super slept on. Nobody talks about this flick, and 
I don't know why, because we talk about a lot of other movies that are pretty fucking subpar that I love as well. But, I mean, if we're calling it what it is, uh, there's a lot of movies that are kind of like, because they're horror movies. We love them still, but they're not great, but we love and talk about them. I feel like this movie, holy shit, dude. Like, uh, forgive me for uh, forgetting this director's name because he's not a horror director. And, I, you know, I know my movie directors now, but I want to pull his name back up because I know he's the guy that did Gone in 60 Seconds, and then he also did that movie Swordfish. Dominic Cena, that's his name, and he did uh, Swordfish and Gone in 60 Seconds. My guy has a kind of way about him. He, mo- he makes good movies, and this one included. We do have Bradley Pitts, all right? We do have Juliette Lewis. We do have motherfucking David Duchovny. And then uh, who, who's the other girl that plays? Uh, Michelle Forbes. That's her name. All right? Dude. <clears throat> I don't know about you, but like I have such a loving spot for some 90s movies. Uh, obviously, we grew up with them. They're kind of funny. They're stereotypical at points. There's parts in the movies where like the guitar, like... Like there's like there's parts that are like yeah that's '90s on the T baby like it's very funny uh, sometimes very noir there's a lot of psychological thrillers going on you have to understand Silence of the Lambs and Seven and the movies like Fallen hey, this was their time frame this was their window and some of them were very good and they were movies movies and I don't know if you can like I don't know maybe with all the true crime stuff this movie could exist but not all those kind of movies I feel like would have a window and. I appreciate the 90s for what they were for that. And this is one of my favorites. And we will give a synopsis. We will give a synopsis. But I think we should give uh, some perspective on when this movie came out. So how about we fill them shoes? We about to fill them shoes. Yeah! Welcome back, boys and girls. Look, I need you guys to know something. Movies don't... (laughs) 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 I can't even do it. (laughs) Hey, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that noise you mean. (laughs) (laughs) That makes some weird fucking noises. Listen here, bro. His name's Brian. <laughs> Sign your clothes. Bro, I'm going to tell you just like this. Peaches. <laughs> Mama. Peaches. Now, I'm going to tell you guys just like this. We're going to fill them shoes before we describe that movie because movies really, or they have no context if you don't know when the fuck they came out. Hey, why are, why are all these slasher movies so corny? I would just run away from the guy. Well, people in the 70s used to hitchhike. People were more trusting. And there were serial killers back then. So those movies scared people. Made sense for them. You can't look at it through today's lens. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to jump to September 3rd, 1993. 9393. Hey, now. now That's a a cool date, right? Mm. That's a cool date. All right. I don't know how this has happened. I don't know how this has happened, but please take a guess on the number one song because it's a fucking weird band, but we've already done one of their songs. And it's been the no they've had another number one song, which I didn't know these fuckers had two number one songs. And on top of that, um, I, I, this one's a cover. So it's like, but I do remember it, and you'll remember it too. 
Jamaican white guys. I don't know any of their songs anyway, so I'm not going to get it. So UB40, they did Red Red Wine, the song Can't Help Falling in Love With You. That yeah. song, they did the remake of that. That was the number one song at the time when California dropped. I don't know how this has happened. UB40. Yeah, it's very popular with weddings. They played the wedding game. Mm-hmm. Bro, hold on to your fucking dick. Hold on to your dick, dude. I do that anyway. I do too, but... It's very comforting. (laughs) For anybody that has like... Because sometimes, you know, I talk a little bit of shit saying like, hey, there aren't that many ideas in music and movies anymore. And sometimes people are like, oh, you're just not looking hard enough. Fuck you. Fuck you up your butthole. Okay, I look very hard. Let me tell you the movies that were out within three fucking weeks of California. Just relax, dude. Just relax. All right? And then we... Oh, we got good movies now? Fuck off, dude. The number one movie at the time. Gotta guess, Harrison Ford. Great movie. He's running from Tommy Lee Jones. Great dad movie. The fucking Fugitive. You remember that movie? Mm-hmm. I, I just watched that the other night. I fucking love that movie. That That's a great movie. That That was what was just number one. All right? Then at number two was The Man Without a Face. You remember that one? It's kind of a sword movie with Leonardo. and uh, Okay, that was popular at that time. All right. Underneath that, we had Hard Target. That was a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Underneath that, little little movie called Jurassic Park. You ever heard of fucking Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park. Okay. The Fugitive, Jurassic Park, motherfucking California. Oh, at the movie. You could just go to the movie. Oh, what do we want to see? I don't know. Maybe we could see that. Or Needful Things. Needful Things was the movie underneath that. All right? We're, we're not even fucking started, dude. And all this is within three weeks. All right? Three weeks of each other. You remember the movie Secret Garden? The yeah. kids movie? Iconic, right? right. Came out came out same time. Guess what, guess what else was in the movies at that time? Free Willy. You want to see fucking Free Willy? Brand new for the first time? Will you calm down? I'm sorry, dude, because guess what else was there? Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Okay. Two weeks after that, True Romance came out. Wow, that's a lot of movies. True Romance. Mm-hmm. You Sicilian? Look, now, The Good Son came out right at the same week, or I think like the week after True Romance. You remember the, uh, 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 that summer... Couple weeks before this, rookie of the year. Little boy breaks his arm and then he can pitch for the Cubs. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Who doesn't? Okay, what Hot about Hot Ice? Guess what else came out, Mark? I don't know. Home Robin alone. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh my goodness. Robin Hood motherfucking men in tights. There dude. are too many, dude. These are all bangers. Dazed and confused. <laughs> Airborne. The last action hero. All these movies came out within just a fucking couple weeks of each other. No this, wonder why this movie got slept on. Well, that that does explain a lot, dude. Yes, it does. Because all those movies, for the most part, are still talked about. All those movies are still talked about. Airborne's kind of cool because it's filmed in our city. Yep. You know, rollerblading through Cincinnati. Yep. All right. Now, that was really, really exciting for me. Because I love movies, and I just love to kind of explain what's going on. Now, 
the night before this came out, just to give you a little relevance of what was happening, the night before this came out, September 2nd of 1993, at the 10th MTV Music Video Awards, Pearl Jam, they're named the video of the year for their song, Jeremy. Jeremy Sparky, yeah. In that one? Mm-hmm. You know it. Yeah, I do. Yep. Good luck trying not to sing like that when you hear it, because you you'll just want to. Yeah, you'll want. See what I mean? Like it's addicting. And then, <laughs> <laughs> because he does crush it. Scott Stapp does it too, man. That, that Creed shit, all that kind mm -hmm. of genre. Also, a couple days after this movie came out, the first known reference to Y2K is is published. Mm -hmm. So people were getting ready for that, dude. People were getting ready for that. So this is a, a little bit of what was happening when California dropped. Quite a spectacle of things going on here. Dude, I know. It's too much. I know. I know. Good so do you think they're ready for the synopsis? Yes. Synopsis. <laughs> California by Christian Ramey. <laughs> <laughs> Here is the deal. Here's what happened. Here's what happens in this movie. First, the one guy, he talked to the other guy, and then he wasn't, he wasn't, the one guy was the bad guy. And the good guy. No, so here's what really happened in the movie California. We have, we'll say, an artsy couple. Uh, David Duchovny and his girl, uh, Michelle Forbes. Is that her name? I, I hope I'm not fucking that up. Well, anyways, in the movie... It, their names are Brian and Carrie, okay? And they're kind of an artsy couple. Carrie takes photos, kind of real risque ones. She's like an artsy kind of girl. She and, takes porno shots. Yeah, yeah. I mm -hmm. mean, let's call it what it is. Um, and then uh, Brian's a writer. He writes books, but they have all kinds of fun sex and eat Chinese food, and they just seem like a fun 90s couple living yeah. their life. They're almost like the neighbors in a Christmas story. Yeah, Not as type, cringy, but like... The type, the type of annoying couple that you just want to slap when they talk to you a little bit. little pretentious. Yeah. yeah. But they're not all bad. Like, no. they're not all horrible. David Duchovny's kind of cooler than she is. Um, that being said, his lady wants to go to California, and she ends up talking him into it. And he finds a way to do it, but they need money. So he's like, look, He's also a writer, like I mentioned, and he's on the hook for a book. And he's like, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to travel to all these murder sites, and we're going to write about these serial killers. You take some cool pictures, and we'll put the book together. But we'll travel these sites on our way out to California. And in order to get the money, we'll put an ad out at like you know next to a local college or whatever, and we'll try to see if anybody wants to tag along for us or with us, see if they'd be interested. And you know they could throw on gas, make trip a little bit easier. Well, they do find two people. It's a guy by the name of Early Gray. Early Grace, I'm sorry. And Early Grace is played by Brad Pitt, and he's a fella from Louisville, Kentucky, and he is a hillbilly. And his wife, Annette, uh, yeah, I think they're married. I think. Our wow. girlfriend, yeah, Annette, yeah. they live in a trailer. Well, they respond to it, and Early's a little off because he's not all there, because he's actually a fucking serial killer. He himself is a killer on the run, and they don't know this. You know, Brian and Carrie don't know this. They think they're weird traveling with them as they're traveling across the country. But the way that Early is paying for dinners, 
and gas and things along the way as he's killing people at like gas stations and shit like that, getting money. Dude's crazy. So you have this funny paradox of Brian trying to drive across the country to find out, to get inside the mind of a killer's head. And little does he know, he's got one in his fucking back seat. And, you know, it all comes to a head, and they figure it out, and uh, goes with, a, you know, a, a fun little finale there. But this is a fun, suspenseful flick. It is fun. It is a lot of fun. It makes you laugh, but it is kind of, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, but, yeah, this is, this is one of my favorites. I, I really enjoy this flick. This is, one of, like, one of my favorite movies. Now, Mark, what are some of your first impressions here? Did you hate the movie? Did you think it was okay? Did you think it was cool? Did you did it exceed expectations? Did it lower them? No, my expectations were fine. Um, it's a good story. I go, it's a good story. Uh, it's a little bit longer than I wanted it to be. Okay, I drug it out a little bit. I think this is like a two, almost a two-hour movie. Yeah, could have shaved it down to like an hour and a half, and it would have been fine. But you know, whatever. I do like the actors in it. It's a good story. I like it. Um, and it's always funny because I used to work with this guy named Charles. And, you know, and he told me something about Bradley Pitts that I didn't believe him at the time. But every every Bradley Pitt movie I see now, I keep seeing more proof of it. It's the fact that he told me that Brad Pitt has such a problem with dialogue and remember dialogue that... Any of his dialogues are no longer than like four or five sentences at a time. Dude, that may, that's really funny to it me. It is really funny, but I'm noticing it. Brad Pitt never has a <laughs> a scene where he, he talks like a paragraph. It's always a couple sentences mm-hmm. over there and then a couple sentences again. He's kind of like wrong. He, he eats that. in every one of his movies too, which is funny. Like if you notice like in Ocean's Eleven, like he's always fucking eating. He's always eating. It's free food. Hell yeah. Eating in his movies. It's an interesting yeah, quality. But it's a nice different story, something you're not used to seeing. I liked it. I actually did like this movie. I did. <laughs> it, it, it's funny, too, because sometimes they over-exaggerate a little bit for the Kentucky people, but at the same time, there's parts where it's right on the head where it, it, it's just very funny. I mean, I think Brad Pitt is from Oklahoma, so he's got a little bit of Southern in him, you know, so he understands. Yeah, you could tell. He went into the... Southern character pretty good there. Dude, he did. He was pretty fucking hilarious. I love that. I, I love that. Um, and, and it did kind of... I wonder if like an Inglorious Bastards, like if he had to channel back to his character's early grace a little bit to get that... <laughs> Bongiorno. <laughs> Dude, the funny part is too, is the way like he talks with his ladies, like what kind of cuckoo brain carries around a cactus? Like the whole movie is just like ragging her on her. That makes me laugh. He, but he's also a little creepy. All right, he he really likes, he really wants to fuck Brian's girl. All right, and he was like peeking. You remember he was doing a little pocket pull, looking at her through the hotel. Yeah, listening to him while they were getting down in the room over. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, dude. And I, you get like you know that early's bad the whole time. It's not like a reveal at the end, but you know that Brian and fucking uh, what's her face don't know. Brian and Carrie, I'm sorry. Yeah, but Carrie starts to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, she starts being like, "Look, he's not right." But what's really interesting is like Brian 
and fucking early bonded a little bit. Even though that he's crazy, they had like a bond. You know, they went out and shot pool. Like, that would be weird in hindsight after it all was done. Like, shooting, like, dude, I shot pool with a serial killer. Like, that was fucking nuts. Yeah. But he was beating, he beat the shit out of that dude at the bar. That was really funny. But <clears throat> the levels to it there, I just thought that that was kind of a. Honestly, a beautiful part of the story. He's They're fucking clueless, or he's clueless. And I think initially, Carrie is weirded out by Early, but I don't think she thinks he's a fucking serial killer that's on the run. No, that's not exactly the first thought you have about somebody. No, no, it's, it's not. Kinda, it's kind of down there on the list. And Juliet on Lewis. Like page seven. Yeah, and Juliet Lewis, dude, she deserves an award for how well she played this character. Like, there's Trailer Trash Broad, who just wasn't very smart. But, like, deep, in a way, as a character, too. Early. No, early. No. <laughs> Tell me about California again. When you get there, I heard your first man. Well, you said I heard your first month's rent free. Free. I heard they ain't, you ain't got to buy vegetables. You just pick them right off the tray. <laughs> he said, you ain't got to buy no fruit on account that's growing on all the trees everywhere around. It's always sunny there. Ah, oh, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I just love how he, his character in this is perfect. And scary. Like, Brad Pitt was scary in this movie. Uh, he had moments where he was definitely like, oh, shit, like, he's a dude. He was definitely, like, the most masculine person in that situation. And I'm not saying that makes you right or wrong. I'm just saying, like, he was fucking, like, fucking scary, dude. You're like, oh, my God. Like, this guy means business. Yeah, you don't want to run into a dude like that. Nah, dog, nah. Just loose screws up there, dude. Not all there. And, like, you know, there's probably people like that out there. <laughs> made him even more scary is like when you're in an intense moment like for instance in a scene where they rob the gas station or he robs the gas station in front of them <laughs> and the dude the gas the, and he's just like it's an intense moment but he's just very calm and he's talking to the guy on the floor like talking to him and somebody in the, <laughs> interrupts him he's like hey man i'm sorry about that that was rude of them anyway i'm gonna have to kill you now he's <laughs> like, calm as shit yeah dude very calm and obviously, like you said, they start to put the pieces together throughout it. But you really start to feel bad for his girl Adele because she's not all there. And, like, she tells, like, a story to fucking Carrie how she was, like, raped brutally when she was, like, 14. Was, like, in a hospital for, like, months and months and months. And it was, like, oh, shit. She's, like, early makes me feel safe. And, like, she's, like, oh, my God. Like, it was just, like, a case study. Like, holy shit, these people, like, you judge them like they're simple, especially Annette. Like, she's just some stupid-ass broad, you know? But then you're like, oh, my God, this, like, girl's had a fucking horrible life. Like, this girl's fucking battered, dude. Like, you're like, you want to protect her. And Jin's a fucking dying, dude. Early fucking kills her. And, like, that's the saddest part of the movie, for real. You're yep. like, nah, dude, not her. Like, don't kill her. Like, you could have killed David Duchovny's old girl, you know? And then I could see David Duchovny and then Annette riding off. Yeah. And be like, he would give her a little bit of the class, you know, and he would never beat her, you know? Yeah. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's how I would like to see it end. But he ended up with, like, the old, you know, dominant broad, you know? But whatever. What, different strokes, different folks, though. I know, man. There's just stuff that don't make sense. Like, how the fuck? You guys are two artists. 
how the fuck did you afford a beach house? That yeah, that was the weird part. I, I'm assuming the book did well. I would have hoped so because I'm just, how yeah. the fuck? Because you know artists do not make money ever. No, I'm assuming that book did well. They definitely wrote a book about the murders. <laughs> you know, about early. Probably. So that was that was just a fun little <clears throat> twist to it. And, I, you know, hats off to Brad Pitt. Young Brad Pitt, fully engaged in a role. Like, not like this isn't a half-assed movie. Um, what's funny to me, I don't know if you picked up on this. You remember the movie Fight Club? Mm-hmm. I was picking up on Fight Club scenes. When they went to shoot pool and then they were, like, outside drinking the beer. Like, you remember? It was a hit me. <laughs> you know, Fight Club? I kind of got that. Like, I was like, damn. Brad Pitt could just have like barroom scene breakdown, like compilations, if you wanted to. Yeah. Because that that's what it was. Um, that's what it was to me. But nailed it right on the head. And he's scary in the sense that you see that he's not all there when he talks. You're like, oh shit, dude. Like this guy, like you want to be friendly to him because he's not mean right away. But you're like, some of those people you meet in the public where you're like, bro, this it's not registering. No, like, like it's this, not it's just not getting there. It's just the wrong thing. Once one thing happens, they switch. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's on a whole different other level. Stop doing that noise. <laughs> <laughs> just that random noise you mean. <laughs> I can't even do it. Ah. Bruh. Hey bruh. Yeah, he gets Brian to shoot a gun. That was kind of fun scene. Yeah. He said, no. <laughs> he did do a good job of shooting it like a bitch at first. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he told him how not to shoot his... He's like, no. <laughs> I mean, Rex Brewer, hold it like your pecker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Caress it. Whatever mm-hmm. he says. But it was right. It was right. I I did love that. You ever shoot poo? <laughs> hey, give me one of them reeves. Yeah, there's That's always... beers backwards. There's... there's and they do a good job because, like, every story of a serial killer, they try to get you t- to look at them differently and see the good side of them, which they kind of do that a little bit with the bonding between him and Brian, but then mm-hmm. they play that card, too. Yeah. You know, you fall in love. People, a lot of people fall in love with their captors or, you know, that kind of fucking whole spectrum of shit that goes on. So they yeah. played that a little bit, too, in the story. They did. They really did. I thought... um so there's a funny scene where like Brad Pitt's fucking smashing his girl in the back of the car while they're inside. They went, David. Uh, we'll we'll call them by their character names to make things a little bit easier. So Brian and Carrie go inside of this murder home to take pictures and do like talk on the tape recorder to get info. Uh, fucking Earl, Early and fucking Adele are like we're gonna stay in the fucking car. We're gonna hang out in here. And they just fucking, they're fucking, right? And what I thought was so weird was Carrie's so freaked out by them, right? But they, she sees them fucking and starts taking pictures of them. And I'm like, oh, you're a freak. You're you you're you're on some shit. You're weird. Like you're so scared, but you're taking pictures of them fucking, like right? Yeah. Like this, like this National Geographic. Like look at <laughs> look at the trash, you know, repopulating. Mm-hmm. But. He looked up and saw her taking pictures, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, that's a, that <laughs> he got weird." Scary ass look, dude. It was. It's also funny to just you hear just Adele in there like early, early. <laughs> 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 
I dude, and when she sings, like trying to clarify it, I wish Carrie wasn't sad. <laughs> like, bro, she's so she nailed that role because she she's a normal chick. Like, not you know, she does obviously. We've seen her in lots of other movies, but she hit that like a battered, trashy girl very, very well. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Now it's time of the show where we got to find out more things about this movie here. Welcome to the What Do You <laughs> You do it so good, I swear. God. Welcome to the What Do You Know is the segment here we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie. Now, if you know what we know, you better find out what we know. If you don't know what we know, you got to find out what we know. And everybody's going to have a we know gaze. And whether you knew before, you know now, now you know before, and then you didn't know before, however the fuck it goes here. Welcome to it. Welcome to it. Um, I don't remember whose turn it is, so I'm going to tell you to tell me something that you may or may not know about this movie you know okay. California with a K look this one's a pretty crazy fact here I hope so and I didn't pick this up I hope so I didn't pick this up watching it well, and I've seen this movie lots of fucking times and I know the actors and actresses names well then play. pick it up and put it down baby so uh huh you know how they was driving to different locations for the serial killers yeah the events that they take place at are plays on the character or on the actors' names who play the characters in the movie. So, for example, one of the places they go to is the Lewiston Ranch in Mount Juliet, Texas. Juliet Lewis. Okay? Okay? Huh. Okay. Then they go to Forbes, Tennessee. Michelle Forbes. Then they go to the Davison Mine at Ducove, Nevada. David Duchovny, okay? Then the Bradbury Textile Warehouse in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Bradley Pitts, hello. You know, that's how it all plays in there. That's pretty insane. I know. Nobody's going to pick that up. Nobody shall. So, you know, you know, what about you? You got some facts down there? I got a fact. Okay. Um, so, early... Mm-hmm. You know the character played by Bradley Pitts? Yeah. He's got a chipped tooth. You think, you know, hey, what? how did they do that? Did they CGI it? Did they just paint his tooth black? No. Bradley Pitts went to a dentistry facility and had his chew- tooth surgically chipped for the role. Wow. He walked around with a chipped tooth. Now that's some dedication. That's some dedication. How do you do that? How do you do that? Do you remove the tooth after and then get a new tooth in there? He's probably got all new teeth, though. Yeah, that's you true. Know, I probably would have done that. I would, I'm never going to chip my tooth for a roll. I'd be like, hey, just put some black paint on there or something. Yeah, I mean... Uh, hey, but that's dedication. It's amazing what you can do when you're a rich person. But I didn't know that. But now you know that, and I know that. Now everybody knows that. What do you know here? You know, that's some good stuff. You know, I think that's all I got, you know, for me. That's, I mean, that's the only facts I know. I mean, that was a pretty bombastic fact you hit me with there. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it was pretty educational. I think so. So next time you watch the movie, make sure you tell people that when you're watching. Okay. Make sure you tell people that when you're watching. Okay, I will. Okay, I think that's it. All right.
So, you know, before we jump into the later activities of the show, I mean, let's mention here, I mean, we do have some murders. I mean, it is a psychological thriller. I don't know if we could put this all the way in a horror movie category, but it brushes right up there. I mean, I don't know where else you would kind of put it. Um, But we got some deaths that we need to weigh out here. Who all died and what all happened here? So at, like, the very beginning, we have, like, Earl... Early throws something off the highway overpass and makes these people flip their fucking car. That's two people right off the bat, right? Then he kills his landlord. He kills him. That's not good. That's not a good thing. Kills the guy at the fucking first gas station, the guy that has, like, the catheter tube that's pissing, like, you know, mm-hmm. and he stabs him. That was a pretty fucking brutal death. That was pretty gnarly. Yep. Robs him. Uh, who who is next? Was it the gas station? The next one, the gas station person. Was yeah. there anybody in between there? No, I don't think so. I think there's the gas station clerk, and then you go over to uh, the husband of this random house that they went and stayed in, and then the police officers, the police officers, and then Adele, and then Early. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good amount of deaths there. He got fucked up. Yeah, he did. He got fucked up, dude, and he was scared. He pulled a little Kathy Bates at the end. You know, like when Kathy Bates got real scary at the end of Misery when she started getting fucked up, you know, and uh, he was beating her up. Mm-hmm. James Conn was just beating her up, and she was all messed up, and she got scary because she was bloody, and she came back, and he, like, shoved the papers in her face. I was kind of picking a little bit of that up with Early after he got smashed in the face with a shovel. He like smashed his nose in. He's like, oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that would hurt. That would fucking hurt. Yeah, dude. But then he gets shot a couple times, gets his brains blown out. Yep. I don't know why they even like risked it the first time. Like, it, I, I don't, I just think our generation's used to the double tap. You know, we're just like, I'm, we're not playing games. Scream taught us, Zombieland taught us. There's so many movies where it's like... No, if you're ever in that situation, you definitely make sure whoever's chasing you is dead. You don't do that movie crap. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I'm unloading into the... Like, I want to turn their brain into lasagna. Yes. Then I'm like, all right. Not to anybody normal. You shoot the brain, the heart. Yeah. Only if it's like a mass murderer trying to get us. Like, Mm -hmm. we're not not playing this game. Like, I'm not going to go, like, the person handcuffed's going to be fine until I deal with this. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, they're stuck there, dude. Yeah. What's the difference? What's the difference in two minutes? Just make sure the job's done. Exactly. Shoot him in the dick. Yep. But that's the little horror movie element coming out in this movie right here. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. You ain't lying. It's textbook right there. You know Bradley Pitts and Juliette Lewis were actually dating at the time this movie came out? Were they really? Yeah. They were dating in the early 90s for a little bit of time. Well, good for her. Yeah. Yeah. She dated a lot of dudes back then. Like, not like that, like, but like dudes that were like... She got she, passed around a little bit. Not, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like she, she pulled some like, you know, handsome dudes back then. She must have had that, you know... Magic pussy. Put a pop tart in there. Fucking toast it. <laughs> you know what I mean? One of them. <laughs> you know, and as you know, as she got older, I see. I'm like, you know, she's pretty cool. She probably does. Probably. You know, some people got that. Yeah, they do. And it shows. It does. How people react to them. Yeah, you got Bradley Pitts. Mm-hmm. Look what you done did. Look what you done did. 
So that makes it kind of a fun little aspect if you go back and watch, knowing that, like, yeah, these people is really fucking. Mm-hmm. That makes it fun to know. Of course. And they did another movie together. Was that Too Young to Die? I, I forget what the hell that was. I don't remember either. What's your favorite part of the movie, though? I don't think I asked you that yet. Favorite part? Man, there's a lot of part of this movie that lives in my head. Like, I think of this movie a lot. Um... If I had to say, I wasn't expecting this, dude. If I had to say my favorite part, probably be that made me laugh was him with his landlord, like when he went to like take off because like the landlord was trying to chase him down about the rent, and he's chasing away, but then he stops after the landlord hits his car with the bottle, and he <laughs> the landlord just stops like I had enough of your shit, boy. <laughs> like he's just yelling at him. He's like, oh, bruh. <laughs> he's like trying to reverse. <laughs> And get him, and that so that was a funny little sequence. Um, but I don't know, maybe the bathroom scene where he got the dude, like that was just an intense scene. Like the whole, like not just the murder in specific, but like that was a crazy scene. And right as he opened up the door, David Duchovny was like, "Ah, I gotta wash my hands." He's like, There's "No stink, bro." It's the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> no stink, bro. Oh, okay. And he just believed him. Like nobody's gonna believe that. There's a sink in there. Like. Yeah, dude. Surprised got away with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so it's just kind of fun. And then he, like, let me drive. And then he, it was a service gas station. So dude was out there, like, you got the money for the gas? And he pays them, and then they're out of there. It's just, I don't know. It's kind of crazy to think. So mm-hmm. how it all played out. But I like that. What about you? What was your favorite part? You got a favorite part that sticks out to you? Hard thing, but I did a part of me, dude. I'm going with the part that made me laugh the most is when it's earlier in the movie and it's after Early killed the people on the bridge. He goes to the diner where Adele works and gets in the counter. He's like, hey, let me get a bowl of chili. And there's a guy down the end of the uh, diner and he's just like reciting God stuff. And Early's just sitting there and he just hears him, looks at him, he's like, Make that to go. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't want to deal with him. I'm pretty sure he murdered him, too. We don't get I it on too. screen, but the dude was gone. Yeah. So. Pretty sure he's dead, too. Yeah. Just put his account in there. But that part made me laugh, so I, I like that. It was a very funny part, dude. Very funny. So, like, honestly, I want to spend, you know, just a minute or two just to say, like, there are movies that, like, are that we're going to cover because we need... Uh, we need an hour to cover each week, folks. We need something to talk about. So we're going to pick a movie, and some movies people are going to love. Sometimes it's mid to you. Sometimes you don't like them. Whatever. It's not a big deal. Sometimes but, it's bussing. Yeah, whatever you feel. Um, but for this one, if this is a particular title that like you haven't heard of, and uh, maybe you listen to the show anyways on movies that you haven't heard of. I do that on podcasts, on movies I haven't heard. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Maybe I'll listen to about this. If it sounds entertaining, I'll check it out. If this is one of those, I recommend this one more than other shows. Like, dude, do not sleep on California. This is a movie that I think could get a resurgence. If it got like a popular on TikTok, somebody posted a couple clips from it. That's all it takes for this one because the, the performances are incredible. Like, there's no reason why it shouldn't be. It's rated well on pretty much everything. But obviously, we read out all the movies that came out that year. So it, it makes sense why, but... I mean, it's, I think it's on Pluto, Tubi. It's like, it's everywhere for free, dude. Take yourself the two hours and watch that bitch. I know it's not holiday related. We'll sprinkle some holiday stuff in there for you. 
You know, that's coming up soon, too. But watch a little California. Or else we'll show up to your door. Kick it down. Have you ever heard of a 3D? Devon, Spike Dudley, Bubba Ray, the 3D, through a table? That's what we'll do at your house. Right through your table with all your Christmas stuff on there, right in front of your family. Then we'll leave. So I'd recommend watching it. Absolutely. Now, before you watch it, and if you haven't seen it, you need to know, you need to know what it rates on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating system. So let's hit the portal and go through and hold our underwear tight. Sloppy Horror Rating, baby, yeah! Baby, yeah! (laughs) Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast Rating. This is the segment of the uh, show where we rate the movie that we have been talking about for the last 45-50 minutes. And we're going to rate it on a horror movie scale system developed by Christian Ramey, your very scary movie companion. Now, this is not a movie in general. This is a horror movie rating. So keep that in mind when we go through it. Now, how are we going to do this? You might be asking to yourself as you're itching yourself listening to this. Well, it's going to be in a series of four categories. Three categories worth three points. Last category is worth one point for a total of ten points altogether. Exactly. So let's get into the first category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is casting. So this one is a very strong category. It is the strongest category of the movie. This will be a three. Okay, all these actors are like actually really, really, really good actors. Um, I know, like I said, not a straight up true laced horror film, but we don't often get actors of great caliber stepping into the world of spooky. Not saying all actors that do it are bad, but they're just kind of unknowns trying to make a name. But this this works even though that they're big actors in this it's not like oh that's brad pitt he's not gonna die like you don't have that kind of feeling in this you're like because you know he's young you know so very strong motherfucker chipped his tooth at the dentist like that's a point itself like that surgery that's that's some method acting that's some crazy shit juliette lewis is a point in her own fucking self early like Incredible. Like, you can, her voice can play in your head, you know? Oh, it will after this. It will be stuck in there. I think everybody just did a fucking bang up job. Three for sure. Bang. All right. Well, that's a three banger right out of the way. One in the pink, two in the stink. Four casting. So let's get into the second category here and the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is kills. Honestly, Mark, I think we're going to have to go one and a half. It's not a two, but I want it to go, you know, Initially, I was thinking, like, oh, this would be low. And then I mentioned, you know, or I was thinking, like, well, there is quite a bit of death. But hear me out. So, obviously, we listed out all the people that got killed. But even in the parts that, like, associated to Early's death, like an hour or two before he died, he gets stabbed with a big piece of glass. Um, You know, fucking, I mean, it's kind of off screen. uh, But the guy gets killed with a golf club, you know, there's a brutal stabbing scenes with different knives. There's shootings. There's hitting in the face with shovels. Um, it's a pretty violent flick, and they all kind of lead to deaths for the most part. So, and it's throughout the whole damn movie, like the whole movie. Like you're getting, and it kind of like amplifies. So, like I can't say that there isn't any carnage really in this movie. Now, fear, I don't think it's as scary. But I would put this at like one and a half just because there's like a broad variety of like 
people getting stabbed and fucking killed. Yeah, there's some brutality in it. <laughs> Small variety, but brutality with it. But they do each death has emphasis on the story. Mm-hmm. So we'll go with that. So that is four and a half out of ten so far. A little far more here. realistic too, if you will. Like it's not like Jason with the machete or Leatherface with the chainsaw. Like this is just a dude in a bathroom. Like you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Four and a half so far here. Let's get into the third category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is Fear. Now, this one, I think I'm going to have to go half a point. It's not really scary. It's engaging. It's very suspenseful, but, like, it is Brad Pitt. There's some uncomfortable moments. Mm-hmm. There's some uncomfortable moments that will give you a little bit of anxiety or, like, a little bit of jigglies in your body, but nothing you're gonna lose sleep over of course mm-hmm. nothing you're gonna lose sleep over of course but you know suspense is branched is a subpar to fear so yeah you know there it is so it's five out of ten so far here on the sloppy horror podcast rating let's get to the final one point category for half a point each here on the sloppy horror podcast rating and that is rewatchability damn straight buddy i'm gonna rewatch this all the time i like this movie i'm a big fan of it i'm a fan yeah I'd say it is too. There's a there's a good great performances. It's just a solid movie, and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So that's something that definitely helps with the rewatchability of it. This is one of those ones if you're at the party and somebody's like looking for like a deep cut, like oh, and you're like oh, you don't know about this one. You kind of look like a cool dude. You got the movie of the night. You don't know about Bart Pitt. My dude crushes it. <laughs> Bart Pitt. <laughs> dude. <laughs> That was from that Two Ferns, that yeah. show. Oh, uh-huh. dude, that was so fun. I I laughed so hard at that part when it's Bart Pitts. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is a total of six out of ten for California with a K here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast right back up in your ass. So now you know. There you go. Yeah. We did our due diligence. We did what we were contractually obligated to do, and we, we just did it. We told you what we was going to do, and we came. We did it. Here we are. Here All we over are. your chest. Exactly. You go get a towel. I'm going to go play PlayStation. Yep. Don't don't use uh, toilet paper, because it will stick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll be like a fucking paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> and don't it. leave it alone, because it will crust up. Be a fucking mummy by the end of the <laughs> <laughs> Now, that would be a funny prank to your girl. You know, while she's sleeping, see if you can get her whole arm. <laughs> You're mummified, baby. <laughs> yeah, so just, you know, mummify your girl every once in a while. Let her know who's boss. Yeah, and you can unwrap her for Christmas. <laughs> it's more like scraper off at that point. <laughs> Oh, this got skin. I did not know this would it's happen. It's going to get under your nails, so don't use that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't I don't understand the logistics of it, but it's just the way it works. We're trying to be Okay, out. girl, I want to paper mache you. <laughs> hey, baby, I'm going to turn you to a mummy later. Hey, mama, you want to get paper mache All I need is some puffs. I could turn you into an art project. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Picasso. Make a mask. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You probably sell it as artwork. You know, you make sculptures and stuff. People, you know, there's weird people out there. It'll take a while, depending on what your load is, but, you know, you'll get through there. You got to hydrate. At least it's free. Yeah, it's got, yeah, well, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes, sir. 
Well, folks, you guys should be excited. Obviously, you know, it's the holiday season. As promised, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you because, you know, we got a bag full of tricks. We're giving you Krumpus on, on Christmas. Krumpus on Christmas, right? Uh, it will be after Christmas because I'll be out of town. Okay, so... For that, there might be... Now, there might be, depending on how lazy he's feeling, coming up soon, there might be a Christian Ramey Holiday Spectacular special. Okay. It will just be him, maybe. Depends on if he wants to do that. But I will not be in town coming up here soon, so I will not be able to do any producing stuff magic for you. Now, when when is it that you'll be back again? After Christmas. After Christmas. Before New Year's? Yes. You'll be back in December. Yes. So we can get probably Krumpus in December. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. How about that? We'll bring you some... It'll be a nice little, you know, holiday treat for you guys. A nice little homage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's all right. We got to get out. We got to do stuff. And that's the fun part about us, too. The reason that we're not bogged down with a bunch of advertisements and sponsors, A, number one, we don't sell out the show. Unless it's dealing with horror or what we're into, we're really probably not fucking with it. Number two, we don't, we're not dealing with, uh, we're not going to somebody else's studio. We're not hiring a bunch of fucking people to do our shit. It's just those Arcanine. Everything from uh, every post, every email, every social media, it is either Mark or I. There is no other. So, you know, we appreciate your guys' patience. I mean, we're going to, we always crank out like a motherfucker. And I'm so proud of you and I for being able to do that just for being us two. But, yeah, man, we need trips. We need vacations. Got to get you, you know, got to, you're doing some fun shit. That's going to be fun. Now, that being said, Ozark's going to come back, crank out some Krumpus, and then we're going to go into the new year. I'm telling you, dude, I, I hinted at what we were going to cover. All right, little T. Hanks, little Stephen King, mm-hmm. good movie. Mm-hmm. All right, now that's that's coming too, but you know we got we'll give him a little Christmas flavor. Happy holidays! And Mark is not. I think I think, and you know, we got this short movie coming out that has to deal with a little. A little something something, but I think for the Christmas episode, I think maybe, I don't know, fun little episode. Maybe I'll give you some horror, little horror ASMR. You know, I rub my package all over the microphone. You can listen to it. I don't know. We'll think of something fun to do, but it's going to be, it's going to be something fun, different. And Mark's going to listen to it. Yeah. It's just going to be up there one day and be like, what did this guy do? It's going to be a surprise. Who knows what he's going to do? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take mushrooms and cry about third grade. <laughs> really liked me and never was big for kickball and then it just beat me up I didn't even start it I'm gonna take mushrooms and cry about the third grade (laughs) (laughs) that like sounds like a thing somebody's done (laughs) that was just random as fuck I was not expecting that Well, folks, we hope that you've enjoyed this episode. We hope we've made you chuckle and maybe educated you a little bit. Seriously, watch fucking California. Do it. I want to hear your reviews on it if you haven't seen it, if you like it or whatever. So until the next time, I love you. Okay, good. All right. All right, it's time uh, to go now. Happy fucking holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Stop.